What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. As always, I am your host, Patrick Ternowski, and with me is my super good buddy, Matt Reed. How are you, how are you doing today, super good buddy? Oh, I'm I'm great. I'm great. Every time you say that intro, it just my heart melts a little bit. Do you, you flutter? I just, just oh, you just a flutter. <laughs> I can't can't get enough of it. Um, but I'm good, Pat. Thanks for asking. Good, good. Well, today I, don't know, I hit my microphone. Today we've got Johnny from California, new punk band, Wildfires Project. Johnny, what's up, what's up man? How you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I. If I I was just say if I good. did what? Excuse me. Keep going. What? Who? Who? I cut you off. To be fair, but uh, uh, if I don't add any of the fun, the the funness of the beginning, we're all dealing with snow. It's wild. Yep. Talking. We were talking about the snow in California. Yeah, you know, and I, what's <laughs> odd to me is people haven't seen snow before. Well, I I just remembered that. Yeah. So like, so what are people doing for winter coats? <laughs> what is the know, winter coat situation? California, so being originally from New Jersey, I get the snow. In yeah. California, people are wearing winter jackets sometimes in the summer. So they, it's oh. got to be a nightmare for them right now. Oh, no. They think it looks pretty, but they walk outside and it's like, it's freezing and they don't know what that is. Well, I got to imagine like, cause I lived in Kansas city, Missouri for like about a year and they don't do snow super great. Like if it snows, really? Yeah. You'd be, cause it doesn't snow. It's not, it's not like Minnesota or like further up North to where like, it is a lot of snow. Like you'll get snow, yeah. but if there's like, I don't know, I don't want to put a number on it, but like, a few inches of snow it's concerning you know like driving is really bad for them then schools are canceled but here you know 17 inches of snow and we're like get your snowshoes on and get to that fucking bus get to the bus buffalo new york they they get snowed into their houses oh yeah (laughs) that's insane i mean we basically get snow like that too but we're very like just ready for it i guess like we're like does everyone just like flock to the mall when there's nothing to do that giant one what is it mall of america i I don't know matt matt lives down in the the twin cities i live all the way almost to canada uh but matt like the plague of america i avoid it like the plague (laughs) when people don't know how to walk in the mall don't know how to walk yeah, they're, they're just, they walk on the wrong side of the mall. Um, the oh, the, I hate that. And they got their strollers, and I'm just PTSD right now from the mall. I yeah. actually recently just went to the Mall of America, and it was, like, way better than it has been in the past, like, 10 years, I swear to God. Like, there was cool stores. I actually went into some. Like, <laughs> I was impressed. Because the last time I went to the Mall of America, it was, like, I mean, it's three floors, of mall and it's like a mile yeah. around right mm-hmm. um but i like the last time i was there i swear to god there was like at least five game stops um that's what you this need. time there was only like two um, well, it's so far you're walking through a small town you need multiple game stops 
<laughs> yes, yes. You, you you need that many game stops. Uh, you know, I love Fallout, but I don't want to walk from one side to the other like I have to do in the wasteland uh, every day. <laughs> I want to be able to come in through Jamba Juice and get right to my game stop. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but like there was the last time I was there, there was multiple like of the same store throughout the mall. Like there was tons of like pink or Victoria's Secret game stops. Like, and like now there's like one of each and a bunch of just other cool stuff. And I was like, Hey, this, this is a mall I can get behind. I like this. I like this. Love it. Absolutely. So music talk. You just finished a yes. tour with Heart of Gold and Rookie of the Year. How was yes. it? Tell, tell, tell us some, tell us some uh, tales. So, yeah, some, a little bit of like a, a backstory of that. Um, as you guys know, I have the TV series Sounds of the Underground that mm-hmm. I work on. And a goal had always been from the start to move it into a tour. Um, so we ran the first season. We're like, okay, cool. We know what to do. We ran the second season. We're like, now's the time for the tour. Bam, COVID. That sucks. Yeah. Third season rolls around. We're like, awesome. Time for the tour. Bam. COVID wants to reactivate in California and we couldn't do it again. Let's go. So, so, so this time around, I was like, it's happening. I don't care what goes on. So, um, Heart of Gold, Michael is uh, originally from a band being as the being as an ocean. And, um, we became friends on the show. Super nice guy. Um, and he was down with it from the start. And then I was like, everyone's doing emo revival stuff what's a band we can kind of pull in that you know would have that kind of oh they haven't been around for a while so rookie of the year i don't even know how we initially got in contact but we just like we're rolling with it and put the tour together and you know it was a lot of work but it was definitely worth it i think one of the funnest places for us to go was in dallas um we weren't anticipating this, but instead of having the show inside the venue, um, they they decided to have like a Latin night and figured they can move the concert to outside. Oh, sure. So it's like inside there's this DJ just spinning Latin tracks and then you have to walk through that to get to the venue and it's surprisingly cold. So there's like a bonfire going and it turned out to be a cool experience because we were not anticipating any of that. Yeah. Um, and the the steaks were discounted so that was also a, a bonus food is always the prime yeah prime suspect for me hell yeah but uh i was gonna say yeah. like just on that on that note i swear to god that's happened to me before too to where our show was moved to a, another spot for like a salsa night i fucking <laughs> yep. swear to god like how does that happen salsa night's got a pull man dude they they must but, but we checked it we checked out that salsa night though like oh i checked out the latin night yeah it was was popping it was popping (laughs) but uh we actually had a lot of cool people support too that you know we wouldn't have anticipated um hensky loaned us a van for the entire time oh wow uh celsius dropped us like 240 cans of drinks se electronics gave us microphones ik gave us speakers um waffle house gave us free meals hell yeah the most random things kind of fell into place which made it a lot more enjoyable because then we weren't worried about where are we going to eat it was more or less how long after i eat this waffle house am i going to go to the bathroom but at least and that's fair and it's like not then you're just like la quinta what do you got throw us a bone let's let's get this la quinta sponsorship 
<laughs> oh yeah, Hilton has on their page like it's like oh influencers, and I I hate that term. I would never ever call myself that, but it's that part of their website that's like right. Um, submit and we can possibly give you a hotel stay for what we're doing. I individually submitted every single date. Heard oh, yeah. back from nobody. Oh yeah. But the embassy suites where we hosted my wedding party gave us two free nights. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. Come on. That's Hilton. fire. So come on, Hilton. Yeah. Nice hotel. Get your Hilton. Shit Hilton. Hilton. I hope but you're on listening the flip to this. side, Mesa, Arizona, I never need to go to. Um because I've, it's never been a good experience, but this time especially, um, you know, aside from just like the show, I'll just leave that out of it um, because that's like business stuff. Our first hotel we get to, it's like 11 o'clock at night and we walk in and like one of the doors doesn't lock. There's clearly bodily fluids still on the bed. So we're like, all right, we're not staying here. So we took a recess, went to Waffle House planned right. our next step and then we get to our second hotel and when we get there there's eight cops arresting a guy outside and we're like this night is going flawlessly nice so they have to oh. buzz us in and we're inside and the guy's like hey i really hope this doesn't deter you from staying here if you want we have an automatic pancake maker you can make yourself <laughs> as many pancakes in the morning <laughs> we're like well you sold me persuaded you with pancakes <laughs> and then we're just like what happened because we're curious and he's like well this guy came in and he looked like he needed help so i let him in and then he just stares at the pot on the wall and just goes i'm gonna effing rip your hair out and murder you so oh, i shit. called the cops and i'm like yeah mesa arizona home of the brave <laughs> the bold brave and the bold yes so that's the most <laughs> i think that's the most memorable tour story is that the pancake machine. That's pretty great. <laughs> and all the I, cops and everything. When we're um yeah. what was it? For when we we're down at Four Chord Festival last summer or in mid September, I guess. Um the hotel we're staying at, like two in the morning, like the fire alarms went off. And so we had to like with at the entire hotel had to evacuate. So that yeah. that was fun. That was a fun time. Yeah, that happened to me once. Same thing, like two in the morning, and I was like can we just like stay and risk it? Like, yeah, <laughs> not on this floor. <laughs> like, I get if it gets too hot, I'll just jump out the window. I'll leave. Yeah, I will. I, like I promise. Second. Oh, I think we were on the. I think we were on the third. <laughs> so, oh yeah, it's a little more risky. Yeah, I mean, I definitely probably would have died, or at least broke <laughs> bones. Yeah, probably. Got to have that coveted first floor. But apparently, you're better off on the second. I don't know. That's what they yeah. tell you. Yeah. But, Learning life yeah. right now. Would have tossed, just tossed Gibby out the window, and I'm like, try to and land on like, top of him. There you go. Sometimes <laughs> on the first floor, your window will open. I remember once we were on tour, and we put like a little camping grill outside and then used the snow, because I think we were in Colorado, just to like keep our beers cold. We just like did it outside the window. Grilling Smart. and drinking. Hell yeah. Smart. Yeah. Right there clever clever i think i think my only other like really good hotel story is i know i found we found a meth pipe hidden up in the um uh it Ow. was like it was like hidden in the uh the the fire fire alarm uh, the yeah smoke detector how'd you find it uh i i was just like were looking you, were up. you to hide your own meth pipe 
Well, yeah. There was one there. You usually hide your your meth pipes in the smoke detectors. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was like, it was pretty noticeable, though. It was like, we were just, I think I was laying in bed and I was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) So, that was in Minnesota, so. (laughs) One day we'll have those, like, nice, valuable hotels we can stay in. (laughs) Hilton, if you're listening. Hilton, get at us. Hilton. I mean, so not this store, but the last store, I, one of my uh, things that we've always done to kind of like pay for things, which is terrible for your credit, is we'll get like one of those, oh, 50,000 bonus points, like hit the limit and then stop using it. So we were able to use Hilton's because I got like the Hilton one and there was like 100,000 points. So we got, I don't know, like five stays and that was beautiful. Nice. But also ding the credit. So. Oh, well. Sometimes you got to risk it, though. You got to risk it for the biscuit. That's what they tell me. That's true. Your latest release, uh, Lost in Searching, was very well received and featured Paradise, Serotonin, and Headlights. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the album? Yeah, so that album, um, it kind of marks a solidifying moment of what our sound became. Um, So, like, the very first record we put out or i guess i should say i put out it's just like it's a solo project under a band name so i always yeah. like do i say we do i say i well like you know but, like um, dashboard confessional all yeah all those mm-hmm. bands yeah but um so when we when i first started it it was very along the lines of straight pop punk which you can hear in the song a letter to myself and then yep. mm-hmm. as uh after that record was released uh ronnie and i from the red jumpsuit apparatus became good friends uh through the show and he wanted to write a record together so we kind of started solidifying more into like a post hardcore type of sound which makes sense and then when covid hit right after that um one of the guys who was working on the record with us his name is john Espy. he drums for red jumpsuit but he's also a writer and producer in his own right um and he's done a lot of pop stuff uh he's written songs for dua lipa and then on the flip side like he used to live drum for Breathe Carolina and do all that stuff. So we started fusing all of that together and it was still like, we had songs that were super heavy and songs that were super pop. And we were like, listen, we need to chill out and just pick something to stick to. Right. So while the, while the label of like new punk is kind of like hit or miss for me personally, it does encompass what the sound became. And that's pop punk. That's heavily influenced by, you know, type hip hop type things, which uh, the song Living the Life specifically, it's very hip hop until Wade Walters from Secrets just screams the hell out of the bridge. Yeah. And it's super sick. Like, I love it. So that's kind of where we are right now. We're, we're sticking with more of like melodic melodies that are super catchy and then just kind of doing whatever we want under the music and just making sure it fits as a collective work. So that that record took the longest to create because we just kept throwing away songs. We were mm-hmm. just like, this is good, but it's not great. This doesn't work, but it would be great for someone else. And mm-hmm. so it took a long time for just five or six songs to come together, but it was well worth it. And I'm really happy with how it came out. It, I mean, like the new record is great. And it's, it's funny because you actually answered my, my next question, which was was going to be like diving back into like, you know, 2018 with a letter to yeah. myself, you know, and being like, how have you grown? But you, you just answered that. So it was perfect. So, there's actually um, 
a fun kind of fact that some a fan always bothers me about. So that record, A Letter to Myself, there was five songs on it. Mm-hmm. Now you can only find two online. And that's because in my head, I was like, these other three songs weren't, you know, up to par with everything we're doing now. And I just feel like it's too different. So me as an artist was like, Oh, you know, I don't want those out there anymore because if people listen to the full catalog at some point or it's on shuffle and this comes up, they're going to be like, what's this? Um, but apparently a lot of people still like those songs. Mm-hmm. So I am going to put them back up. And then we had another EP too. Um, it was just two songs and I took that down and we were at a show once and the guy was like, hey, dude, are you guys playing that song? And I was like, ooh, no, funny fact. Um, that's not even online anymore. <laughs> so I have to go up and put songs back that I thought weren't worth it. But I guess that's kind of like something a lot of artists deal with. A lot right. of songs people like, they think are terrible. Like right. Bon Jovi never wanted to release Living on a Prayer. He thought it was a terrible song. It's their biggest song. Right. Like, so, boy, were you wrong, Mr. Bon, you, Mr. Yeah. Jovi? Mr. Jovi. And you know that, I mean, what was it? <laughs> even like more modern, Say Anything. Um God, what's the, I Can Get Sexual too. It was a B-side yeah. on a, like a re-release. And then that became the big song that everyone knew. Right. So what song. the hell do we know? Right. We know now. I mean, just, it just, just put it all fucking out there. All, just throw just, it at the wall. Just put it out there. Throw it at the wall. Just give it to them. It, hey, might as well. But, all those um, songs you threw away for this latest record, pick them back up. <laughs> throw it out there. Get it out there. I have on my hard drive old <laughs> songs that I started writing. And every now and then I'll listen through them and be like, there's a reason I saved it. And then I go, there was not a reason I saved this. <laughs> there are more songs. And like a lot of people who write music keep everything oh, yeah. in my head. And I think I might have picked this up from working with my buddy, John, who um, who's done like the last three records with me. If we start writing something that's not good, we just delete it. Like, there's no point in going back to it and trying to figure it out. You're just going to waste time. And in the studio, time literally is money. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so I think from that, now I'll just go through every now and then. I'll be like, okay, this is my folder that says great songs. Let's see if they're great. Um, see, and I'll just cycle through them. You know, some, I remember I was having a conversation with somebody once, and they had brought up, you know, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do with all your songs? I'm like, I release them. And they're like, Oh, and they're like, Oh, why? I'm like, well, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't have made it. You know, <laughs> Even said if that or you? I did, <laughs> but oh. I'll, I'll just be a smart ass, but <laughs> no. Yeah. I, uh... I mean, if you complete the song, it's different. Like these are songs. We'll, we'll get like a verse and a chorus down. Oh, and we'll yeah. be like, and then we'll listen to other songs like Bad Omens. That newer, newest record for me has just been something I've listened to nonstop. It's like Death of Peace of Mind. Because they kind of did the same thing that I was talking about with our music. Their old catalog is all screaming. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not all screaming, but heavy. Mm-hmm. This record kind of adds more of that, you know, not necessarily pop, but synths and mellow sounds. And that was the same thing with Issues on Beautiful Oblivion. They started adding in like funk chords. And now that I think about it, I remember that record we were listening to a ton at the time. So that's another reason. Like, we realized other bands were doing it, and it was okay. It just had to be done right. And I'd like to think we did it right. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's, I mean, it's really good. It's got, you know. Thank you. Well well received as well. At least it sure looks like it. Uh, (laughs) Like, 
I I think it's a good record, and I like the direction you went. I think it's a, uh, you know, it's strong, and and sometimes it just takes like sometimes bands change their sound because it they're still looking for their sound. Yes, and that's what I was doing. Just because when you like so many genres, it's right. like. Mm-hmm. One day you're into metal, one day you're into pop, you know, for some people you're into country and you're like, none of this, you can't release all of that and keep a consistent sound. And right. uh, John was definitely a huge help in that. After this record, he was like, we finally have the sound. So right before this, I was writing some new music because we're getting together in two weeks to uh, put a couple of new songs together just because between the show and the tour and booking and all that, I, I lost like a whole year of writing, um, which was sad, but I got to do a lot of other things. And these past two months, I'm just like, I am staying home. I'm not engaging. I'm not like starting pre-production on Sounds of the Underground. I'm not booking any tours. I'm just going to sit here and write because I need nice. to get music out. And um, yeah, so we're recording two songs. And then I am working on a very interesting cover. Um I don't do a lot of those, but it's going to be like an 80s new wave dark version of a very popular pop punk song that is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. So if you can figure that out, um, you'll know what song it is. Hit it in the comments below, baby. (laughs) There's a 20-year anniversary tour of this record happening in August. There's a bunch of emo bands you love on it, and... The song happens to take place near an ocean. That is enough of a hint. I think Matt's writing notes currently. Uh <laughs> I get my comments ready for when the when the video comes. But, but actually go. I sent my buddy uh an email. I was like, hey, I just sent you a song idea. You know, what what do you think? Can we do this? Should we do this? And he's like, Great, I'm scared now to look at it. Um uh, it's cool. I'll let you, you guys will know when it drops and it'll all make sense. Hell yeah. But um, I don't want to say anything too soon because once I said I was releasing a song in an interview and then life happened and it never happened. Sure. So. For sure. And I do actually, I want to go back for just a second and just like comment on um, one of the things, what one of the pieces of advice that you gave that we haven't really heard much on, on this show is the, is the fact of like you don't have to like finish every single song, you know? Like yes. I think that's that's a great great piece of advice because a lot of people are like, well, I have this and I want to go back to it, and it's like you can, but I agree with you that sometimes mm-hmm. it's just wasting time, you know? If it yeah, doesn't especially... come to you, you got to mm-hmm. let it come to you. Yes. And especially because something, you know, if I wrote it two years ago and I found it two years ago, I probably thought it was awesome. But as a writer, I've developed so much more since then and have taken on right. so many different, you know, ideas I've heard that are newer. It's it, at the very least, it's going to be outdated, mm-hmm. um, at least in my experience. Or I just got better at recording music and the demo sounds so bad that I don't want to <laughs> listen to it or redo it. Um, but yeah, you know, and I think for some people finishing a song is great. I'm, I'm trying to do that a little bit more, but that's more to teach myself some production things. And, you know, the more you work on stuff, the more you learn, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, as far as writing, if if it's not clicking, it's just, 
I'm, I can't just time is valuable. Everyone works. Right. Everyone does all these things. If I can't figure this song out, I got to move on. Right. Move on. If it doesn't, if it's not clicking, don't, mm-hmm. don't sit, don't fight it, you know, just move on, yeah. try something else. Or I'll send it to a friend. I'll be like, Hey, you know, this isn't working for me. You probably have an idea. If you like it, use it. There you uh, go. So other, other great ideas. That's what I'll do. Hell yeah. So you also work for High Road Publicity and are, as you brought up, the host of Sounds of the Underground, which is an alternative rock TV series with the focus of giving artists and genres typically overlooked by mainstream media the ability to share their music on some of the world's biggest visual platforms. Stolen from your website. Um, of all of the projects that you yes. are a part of, which part of the music industry do you enjoy doing the most? So I enjoy performing the most. Um, that is my passion. That's what I love when we were on tour. It just, you know, you just feel alive on stage. It's something you can't describe. But I've also been very, very um, into business. I remember in like my first Linkin Park CD I got in fifth grade was because I traded a kid Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And then I started selling Yu-Gi-Oh cards in school. And then I started selling sodas and candies and the lunch ladies hated me. And, you know, so (laughs) I've always just like, I've loved business and I've loved achieving things. And because of that, the show actually started, um, I was working at a really shady production company and I hated it. And I had this idea and my friend said, do not give it to them. They'll ruin it. So I quit um, and I started it and there's just something about the stress of building a business that's addicting to me. Um, I, I, it's not a Fair. bad habit. I guess that's what you would call a workaholic. I think I've become that. Um, <laughs> but per- performing is my favorite thing. And then I think my second favorite thing is the business side. Um, I love working towards sponsorships. I love working towards getting new bands, like all these little accomplishments it's just like i don't know it's it's exciting to me understandable yeah yeah so like you said i wear a lot of hats though oh yeah um i i I feel you what a lot of people don't know because i don't really talk about it too much it it doesn't make sense to put it in a summary or bio the entire sounds the underground crew is me and a videographer so every single like business behind the scenes, the hosting, that's all me. And then he takes care of making it look pretty. Um, I'll mix the audio as well. It's just like super in-house. And that's what makes it stressful. I wish I could have a bigger team. But right now it's more of like a break-even type of thing. So I can't right. pay people. And I'm also not going to go and ask people to work for free. Um, yep. I feel yeah. Just because I understand people's talents deserve to be paid. Mm-hmm. Um you know, luckily some friends will give me a good deal or they'll just help out because they're friends, but it would be so nice to have someone else in some of the business. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Sounds of the Underground, like what the show is all about and uh, how you started it? Absolutely. So when I initially had the idea, I was actually thinking about my own music at the time because when I had started this, the Wildfires Project had only been around for like maybe a year but it was it was still like getting momentum I was still figuring it out and I was like what was something that always you know upset me in my former band and the the main thing was there are these 
art there's big artists touring there's big opportunities but there's always something gatekeeping it it's like either you're touring with this band because you're on the same label as them even though you're i've seen bands tour with other bands that i've never heard from again and in your head you're like how the heck did this happen and i was so tired of things being gatekept by variety of reasons i said you know what i'm gonna start my own show and essentially have small bands open for big bands yeah in a visual platform um so at, at its core that's what it is it's giving younger artists the chance like you said to open up for bigger artists and have an opportunity that most places aren't going to give you you know you're not going to call up the late show and be like hey i'm going to play on tuesday night but we found a way to get people on late night TV. We found a way to get people on streaming services and just do it for fun and to help people get their music out there. I mean, that's, that is at its core. It's just even bigger bands, you know, there's bands that like, so messed, for example, everybody knows their older stuff, Mm -hmm. but they have new stuff. Their song masquerade that came out a couple of years ago is one of my favorite songs on them. It's a good jam. Um, yeah, so being able to have them on and actually have people listen to their new music is also great. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, that's what you guys are doing, getting newer bands out there as well as bigger bands. And that's, you know, what everyone is trying to do. And I think it's nice to see the whole music community coming together now compared to when I first was growing up in the scene in New Jersey. I felt like everyone was battling each other. Um, it's it's still pretty rough, but it has definitely gotten a lot better. There's a lot more people yeah. um, looking to actually like build a yeah. community. Yeah, yeah, and I you know I get a lot of things. You know, while tour buy-ons, obviously, you know, it's a huge taboo in yeah. music, and I personally, you know, don't like the thought mm-hmm. of you know the. I've never done it, but I understand why people do it because if you look at an artist now even a big artist you have to take into account their managers taking a portion their agents taking a portion their labels taking a portion the venues taking a portion of their merch they have all these expensive it's like how do you make that back now will you offer an opportunity that is a paid-for opportunity and while i hate it i understand it now that i've kind of involved myself more in the industry um but at the end of the day, it also is another gatekeeping thing. So, agreed. Yeah, you know, it is. It is what it is. This is what we live in now as music in the music industry. So you just kind of have to accept it and understand that everyone is struggling to make money, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's just it is what it is. Yeah, every, everybody's just trying to do their best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've looked, there's so many bands out there that you think are making a ton and they're like making nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know how I segue. I guess I segued into this because of the show and helping new artists, but I like to say things that people might not necessarily like me to say out loud, but it's just the truth at this point, you know? I, I, I mean, I say that shit all the time, but I, <laughs> that all depends on who's, who's fucking <laughs> listening to me. Uh. But then again, if it's someone who doesn't know the music industry at all, I'll be at a concert and be like, hey, you know how that band got on the show? And be like, how? I'm like, oh, they bought on. And like, why are you ruining everything? Or like TV shows. Like, you know, the Grammys is all like BS, right? Like, I have a problem trying to not ruin that shit for like my my son's YouTubers. 
I'm just the worst. I mean, I got to work behind the scenes once. It was like a volunteer thing. And I was in like a room. It was the genre category of, I think it was country at the time. They would just throw aside records. They wouldn't even listen to them. It's like, oh, this person's nobody. Who cares? Like, if you're really judging the quality of music, that's, you know, that's bullshit. Like, don't do that. Right. At least be upfront about your BS. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Speaking of, uh, I don't know. I was I was gonna try and make a segue, but I really it wasn't. All right, just cut a, it hard and go into it. Just cut it, cut it hard. Let's go. Um, so I did a I I went and did some some deep diving. Just digging hard, Wait. going going way down, way down deep. Shit. You were a part of a group back in 2012 called. No, I knew you were gonna go. Okay, yes. so you were part of reverse yes, order. I was. Now. <laughs> You were also featured on America's Got Talent, and it's, for, you know for 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 those hold hold for those <laughs> of us who only get a glimpse of what it's like on TV, can you tell us what yes. that was all about? But real quick, I have a funny anecdote <laughs> on that. So we uh, when I interviewed the guys from State Champs on this last season of Sounds of the Underground, their bass player Ryan, uh, his former band toured with my former band. And, and I was like, hey, man, we know each other. And he's like, oh, my God, a reverse order, you know, and specifically cut that part out of the interview because I always hide it. <laughs> but here we go. OK, so, yeah, let's America's go, baby. Talent, you know, no. now that that 10 year contract or whatever, where we can't say anything is up, I can actually talk about it. Yes. Um, so perfect timing. So yes, we were on America's Got Talent, <laughs> and we did the song "I Kiss the Girl" by Katy Perry. Yeah. Now, originally it. we were doing uh, "Sugar We're Going Down" by Fall Out Boy, and okay. what was really cool is the producers who we were working with. Every act got like their own producer. Sure. Yeah. Um, they one of the guys actually had something to do with that record. So it was like, oh, sweet, we're going to do a Fall Out Boy song. We're doing it with people who actually worked on this song. And it sounded awesome. And the reason we were doing a cover is at that time, it was highly suggested to not do an original song. Right. Um, which I right. wish we would have done. So um, we were we were ready for the show. We had done the rehearsals with the team. And then at the last minute, they're like, no, it'd be super cool if you guys did like a rock version of a Katy Perry song or something like that. I'm like, hey, we actually do one live sometimes. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I now I said I never sang that song back in the day my brother did um it was a song that I didn't feel comfortable singing however because he was in the back on drums they made me sing it so it was uh, something uncomfortable uh, for me and I always hate it because there's a, a vocal slip in one part because the vocal coach every vote because you have like a vocal warm-up beforehand he's like push your voice harder push your voice harder uh, sound more gritty uh, sound more gritty so when I was up there I was like all right, I don't sing this song. I'm gonna push and sound gritty, and I just my voice like slips at one point in the, like the second verse or whatever. But um, so end of the day, you know, we do sh- uh, not sugar. I kiss the girl. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I almost slid into the camera in that one scene and broke it. <laughs> um, had the fire going. So it was super cool. Our buddy who uh, Richard Rains, he ran Drive Through Records back in the day. He yeah. was there, standing ovation, loved it. Everything was beautiful up until the judges. And this is what really pissed us off because so Shannon, not Shannon, Sharon Osbourne's comment, aside from us being very cute, which I'll take that one, um, was not if wrong. you're a rock band, 
why did you do a pop song? And we were not allowed to go because your producers told us to. Sure. Um, and then Howie Mandel, who's, I, he's a dick. He's worse than <laughs> Howard Stern. He's like, yeah, it looks like you guys are pretending to be rock stars. And at that point, we had done Bamboozle twice, which is just coming back. All these yeah. big festivals. And then Howard Stern, he was fine. He's like, you know, I've been wanting a band, but this isn't the band. Cool, whatever. To, but then, to be fair, the other... like they don't they don't have anything ever, but like just singers. Like, what the fuck yeah. do you know? Like, th- there's never bands on these shows. Oh, wait, it gets worse. Oh no, you're getting a, a great. I, we've never really talked about this in any sort of interview, any of Let's us. Go, but um, the reason I think Howie thought we were super young and immature is every time. You know that little interview they show you before, like the act goes on. Yeah. And it kind of gives you a background. Every time we did the interview, we'd be like, oh, yeah, we released like two EPs last year. We were just on tour. And they were like, well, don't say EPs or tour. Try to sound like a little newer. Say you played some shows and you released some music. So they kind of uh, set us up for that failure and like made us look like douches in like one scene. They wanted us to be like shouting out our van like we were in Jersey Shore is popular at the time or whatever. And we're from oh, New Jersey. And it was in New Jersey. But... <laughs> Let's get even even more into it. <laughs> One of the artists on that show, I will not name who it was that season because it's not their fault and complete sure. respect to them. Mm-hmm. Their entire band was not actually playing. So they yeah. were singing to a backing track that the show put a fake band behind them. They went on to the next round. We did everything real and we did not. To be fair though, Anybody that has, fuck, any kind of musical experience can tell that though. Like, like when what, like when I watched like your guys' clip, I was like, yeah, you're straight up playing. You can fucking tell. You know, you can tell because there's different nuances. You know, Mm -hmm. and but it's like, oh, this is absolutely perfect. Well, obviously no one is doing anything she's not singing they're not playing Mm -hmm. like nobody's perfect a hundred percent nobody and even if it's not like you can say you know great artists like you know jimmy page his guitar playing he would not always play exactly what he was supposed to play but he was professional enough to you know change it on the spot but you would know you know he's changing it on the spot so Overall, it was a very interesting experience for us, as you can uh, as you can tell. Yeah. But um, it also led into a lot of really great things. Um, so obviously, you know, everyone likes to hate people on the internet. So you know, we had people commenting on the video. They're like, "Why don't you effing kill yourself? You know, just jump off a bridge. You guys Jesus. suck. You're terrible. You're horrible, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." Um, and we, of course, looked at every single one at that time. We were like, "What the hell, man?" We're just trying to like live we're our just lives and playing just, music dude we're just doing music and the um it led into though we started doing an anti-bullying program which you probably found diving into some things as well i sure did i found that as well um and this is where it came from because we had done a couple things in schools and we realized through our own experiences how big of an issue uh bullying actually was you know oh, yeah. at that time I was not by any means cool, but I was in a very small school. So there really wasn't anyone who bullied anybody. 
So for me, it was like I understood it was out there, but didn't really get it until it happened to me. Right. So we designed this program. We went to a couple of local schools. And then this agency who does schools was like, hey, do you want to like do this like nine months out of the year every single day? And we're like, absolutely. <laughs> so for in, in four years, we started the nonprofit. It was called Reverse the Trend with Reverse Order, which um, Alice Cooper actually thought that up. Okay. Um, I'll tell you oh, that yeah. in a second. But um, so we did it and we were doing up to four shows a day, five days a week, playing bars at night for extra money and playing like more of our own music, putting in regular shows. We did 700 shows in four years. Jesus, um, that's insane. Yeah. And then the last thing we did as a nonprofit was Warp Tour in 2016. And that's when I decided to kind of, you know, that band had lost meaning to me and the content and what I was writing and I wanted to start over. And sure. two years later is when the Wildfires Project came out. Um, but yeah, the Alice Cooper thing, he has, he owns a church and a teen center in Arizona, mm-hmm. um, which you would never think he's like a super, super Christian guy. And we did the program there and they called it reversing the trend with reverse order. And we were like, that's amazing. We're using <laughs> That's mine. That's mine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no one needs to go and check out any of that stuff. I understand people will still like it, but. I don't know. It's me. I've just grown so much since then. Um, another, I'll, you know, I'll let you know on something else that's interesting too that people don't. <laughs> so I have two last names, Russo mm-hmm. and Zirkel. Mm-hmm. I used to go by Russo. Um, and then in that band, I went as Russo. But when I decided to change new bands, new image and everything, I was like, you know what? Now's the time to just completely rebrand. So I started going as my other last name, which is Zirkel. So it kind of added more of a definition between what I was and what I used to do and then what I am now and what I'm doing now. New band, new sound, new name. It's just everything was just changed for a new project. I I mean, I totally support that. All I'm going to leave you with is you don't got to be ashamed of your past. Things you did before, (laughs) the things you did before were great. Thank you. you. And you deserve to feel okay about that. Thank you. Thank there is, you know what? There's one song that I still love and I wish we could redo it. It's called These Summer Nights. That song I still think is a jam. And there is actually a song on Lost and Searching where I stole the main lead from that song because I love it so much and put it into a newer song. So I will nice. say, yeah, some things in the past were good. One oh I so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this last thing out there as as, as well and we're just gonna We're open right now. We are I don't honest. I don't I because I don't even have this like written down in my notes or anything. I just remember as I was looking. Um so is it true that um I th- I believe the song is Go yes. is that you were nominated for a Grammy or something with Grammy? Yeah, so song? it was like a weird subcategory that we we had this like distribution company doing some stuff in Canada for us. And yeah, there, there was something, it, it, it was always hard for me to grasp. It had something to do with the Grammys, right. but it wasn't like a genre you'd see on TV. And we just accepted it. We were just like, hey, we're nominated for something that has to do with the Grammys. I don't know what's going on in Canada. We're just going to accept that and say, yes, this is cool. And I have the paper somewhere. It's from the Canadian artist something. We're not Canadian, but yeah, there, there's something something there. I should That's probably awesome. go and look that back up, but I, I would never think to talk about that because it was just like such a blip. 
But um, yeah, so something to do with the Grammys we were nominated for. We didn't win, but obviously as an unsigned artist, you don't expect. Yeah. Well, um, that's still a yeah. fucking cool accolade. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I totally forgot about that until you just said it. <laughs> See? It's... This is this is wow. one of the this is one of the fun things I enjoy doing with with this Just show. Finding I, out information that people forgot. Yes, I I I try to like, you know, there's a lot of podcasts that and all of us kind of do the same thing. You know, I think the only yeah. the, the the biggest thing I have to offer is uh, I'm gonna ask you weird questions and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you deep into your soul. You know what? That's kind of the same. The first year I did Sounds of the Underground, I was like, let me you know, research every band. Let me figure out great puns to use with their song titles, which was a lot of fun. There's one part with Craig, and I think I said Intensity in 10 Cities or something. And he's talking, and then like he takes a beat, and he's like, eh, that was funny, man. That was good. <laughs> and I was like, I can stop. He's like, no, no, this is great. But um, I realized, like you said, there's so many people doing the same thing, you know, you only need to hear the basic information so many times. Right. And now in the future, you know, current seasons, I will prep, you know, some current information on the bands, but a lot of the interviews are just like, let's see where it goes. Let's see what random stupid thing comes out and we'll cut the good stuff together. Yeah. It's good. I mean, it's, it's fun. And, you know, I mean, there's like, there's certain times, you know, and, and sometimes you're not going to find anything, but like there's yeah. like there's one in particular I remember. Um, we interviewed the band Dead Bundy and love them, nice. great guys. But I like did an individual like deep dive on all of them, and one of them um, was like like one soccer championship. The drummer like was a champion soccer player and stuff, and so I started like poking at him about that. And he was like, what the fuck? How did you find that? I'm like, eh. That was like, there's something I knew with State Champs just because I had toured with them previously. Ryan and the other guys in his former band, they would go and they were Pokemon masters. Like, they would yes. be, like, in legitimate Pokemon tournaments. Let's go. And they all got, I remember when we were on tour with them, matching, like, Pokemon tattoos together. And I brought that up. And he's like, What? Nice. Like, yeah, you find some really interesting stuff or just like randomly when I was talking to Hollywood Undead, I was like, hey, do you guys have tour pranks? And he's like, we got one. (laughs) What they do, and he said they don't do it as much anymore because people are so worried about like sexual harassment type things. But whenever they get a new crew member, one of them, and I could say this because it's it's on our episode too, (laughs) one of them would take their junk out, turn a knife the the wrong way and pretend to cut their dick off in front of the new person. And go, oh my god, I hate this thing. It's always getting me into trouble. Oh no. I'm just cracking up. And at the very end of the video, he's like, hey, make sure you try that dick cutting thing. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to try that dick cutting thing. Like, uh, on the same lines as that, like, I was just, it makes me think of like um, a prank thing that like just doesn't age well, you know, in with. Uh, but do you remember the movie Waiting when it was really, really yes. popular to just like to play the what was it like the brain game or whatever it was where you just like just pull your, yeah. your nutsack out? Someone <laughs> did that to me on the school bus. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this crap. And he's like, and, yo, John, look, brain. I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> or the the bat wing or whatever. Like there was a whole bunch of different shit, but I remember and then like if they yeah. looked, you you kicked them in the ass. Uh, well, I mean, I was watching 
I've I've been like deep diving back into the show House. Um House? The like the House MD. Yeah. From like way show. back in the day. Mm-hmm. If you watch it now, you realize like how none of that stuff would make it on TV anymore. But like the things he says are so funny. Oh yeah. And the I'm reason sure. it works I is love House. It's kind of like Daniel Tosh. The reason he's not shot is because he makes fun of everybody. He doesn't mm-hmm. leave anybody out, but like you said, everyone's like super afraid of saying things now. And it it does kind of suck. Yeah, there's certain things you shouldn't say, but at the same time, it's like I want to laugh. Like, um, do you listen to like Tom Segura at all? Uh, not too much, but I, I do he does know a, who he yeah, is. Yeah, he does a comedy skit that is all about words you can't say anymore and how he misses them, and it's hilarious. Oh yeah, but, I mean, like, and that I'll bet you that's just probably a new take on uh, George Carlin's seven words. It you is, can't, yeah. yep, it is. Mm-hmm. Which, which is popular as fuck because Blink One Eighty Two made. A I song mean, it can't turn it. into a Blink One Eighty Two song. So, yeah, absolutely. We have, yeah, we got one more question before a quick break. <laughs> um, and you, you've already been giving us a ton of ton of advice, but if you had to ton pick of stuff to cut one, in. One thing you could give our listeners one piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were starting out, what would it be? So the biggest piece of advice I can give any band, I don't know why most don't do this. Get small, like four by four postcards printed up with picture of you on the front and some information on the back and always have those at your shows because if someone There's so many people there who aren't going to come to your merch table. They aren't going to remember your band name. But if you're there at the end of the show and you're handing everybody your card, being like, hey, man, we just performed. I hope you enjoyed it. Please keep in touch. I have them in my car. I'll go to like, if I go get my haircut and someone starts talking about music, I just pull that out and say, here's, you know, this is what we do. Always have something you can give somebody. If you're at a show, don't think that, oh, they have to buy something to get something because that's how we make money. No, yeah. put something in their hand. That's the biggest tip I can give you. I used to stand outside in my old man because we were more pop oriented. I remember once we went to Newark, New Jersey and handed out 10,000 flyers outside of like a Taylor Swift concert. And then we did the same thing with like mm-hmm. uh, other bands. I still do it now. I mean, I did it in LA when Jaden came through and when all these other bands came through, like, there's always more people who can hear my music and I could pay to advertise on the internet or I could just go drive down there and meet people in person. Which is going to get you, which is going to get you results way faster. And the best thing that can happen and it happens every now and then people just be like, Oh sweet. Can I get a picture with you? Just because they assume you're somebody. And then everyone else in that line waiting is like, who the hell is this guy? Oh shit. That person is taking a picture with that. Is that Derek? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> dude I, I work with a kid who looks literally identical to Derek Wibley and I made he does he's never listened to song 41 he's a younger guy okay and I just like always I'll be like hey man how's your dad doing like he was just on tour is he home yet is he good <laughs> just like, up, dude, man just stop. not my dad stop it stop uh, yep love it so, on that shout note out, shout out to that guy shout out to that guy we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with uh, our Food for Thought segment. What's up, friends? We're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with G Fuel. And let me tell you, there is no more pop punk beverage on the market right now than G Fuel. G Fuel 
keeps you energized, focused, and hydrated. If you go to gfuel.com right now and use code Unsigned Pop Punk, you're gonna save 20% off your entire order. You can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like Rick and Morty's Unstable Portal Fluid, which is a delicious strawberry limeade, or get something in the can form like Sonic's Peach Rings or Crash Bandicoot's Wumpa Fruit. Go to gfuel.com and check it out for yourself. Let us know what your favorite flavor is. And once again, don't forget to use our code Unsigned Pop Punk to save 20%. It's a heck of a deal, man. Do you love music videos and miss when MTV VH1 infused all actually played music videos? Then join me, Giddy, as I host a super awesome music video show on Twitch every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Unsigned Pop Punk Twitch channel. We play the best videos from up and coming pop punk emo alternative music in the scene, so join us every Thursday and find your new favorite band. And we're back. Thank you so much for sticking around. <laughs> Time for the new segment, which is not a new segment. I have to keep saying it's a new segment, but we've done it like 30 times now. New to me. New, it new is to, not. There we go. It, we're at like 13-ish, 14-ish. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Point. And also, I'm going to say it again. I say it every episode. But Pat has a friend Stop named Bob. Stop poking at Bob. Let and Bob I, be. I have I have shouted him out Leave every him alone. single episode. And he has not friended me on Facebook. Yo, Bob, friend him on Facebook, dude. Yo, Bob. Hey, Bobby. You know, I run into that problem all the time because I don't have, like, a Facebook I use. I only have one because you need it to make a Facebook page. And all all these people apparently keep friend requesting me, and they're like, why didn't you accept my friend request? Even my wife was, she's like, hey, you know what still says, like, you're single? Like, mine says married, and you haven't accepted the request yet. And I'm like, I don't use the platform leave me alone fair i uh it, it i only added you as a friend so that i could try and send you the zoom link so because <laughs> we were having trouble <laughs> thank you so if you give curious. me half a second this laptop's about good get it well we're waiting bob i'm sorry if i've offended you but if you please uh just just say hi back i mean i'm kind of, you know at this point i'm a little offended that bob hasn't responded to uh my text hey speaking of though now what like with with the uh the window like if you could see like your background right there it definitely looked like with that window there that um like it looks just like uh a set of the office uh it doesn't anymore (laughs) because because the lighting changed changed, oh yeah the white balance yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's definitely yep. uh yeah definitely the set of the the new office like uh do you have something you need to tell us like uh me um there, yeah so we're there... actually we're filming it right now we're going out okay. to scranton um you're out you know, scranton. beautiful place lot to do <laughs> perfect perfect is um is michael coming back he's gone no he's dead <laughs> oh he just broke at least one person's heart uh <laughs> at, yes. at least one at least one person sorry okay well it's actually it's a reboot so i'm playing michael oh you're playing oh. michael yes i'm playing michael this is good this is the punk Man, rock i'd office. rather be jim i'd rather be jim 
I think you'd be a better Jim than Michael anyway. Me too. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. You have Jim energy. You have, you have Jim energy. <laughs> big Jim energy. <laughs> big big Jim energy. I like it. All right. So let's let's hit me with this food for thought. All right. Matt, do you want to start or questions. you want me to go? Oh, I got this first okay. one. Okay. Okay. I I I I have I have a feeling on this one. And I'm okay. hoping for the answer I'm looking for. Okay. So you have roots in New Jersey and live in California now. With that yes. being said, which coast has a better food and why? East Coast, hands down. Um, so this is why. One, I we were here I anticipated first. this, but. So. You can't get better Italian food in the United States outside of the New York, New Jersey area. And I combine them because while we'll fight with each other, us New Jersey people and New Yorkers, to the rest of the world, we are the same. Um, our pizza is better. I don't know. I, the problem with California pizza, other than the fact that it doesn't taste the same, is they charge you like 25 bucks for a 16-inch pie, where I can go to my hometown in Jersey and get two 20-inch pies for $20. Right. And it's phenomenal. The ingredients are better. The ingredients are fresher. Everyone says it's the water. But Italian food you can't beat. Surprisingly, Brazilian and Colombian food. Um, there's a lot of that there that I love. The one thing I'll give California is Mexican food. California's um, got real good avocados. But at the same time, I'm fine <laughs> with Taco Bell. Like, yeah, if you sure. can give me a cheesy gordita crunch from the taco truck, absolutely, hands down, okay. we're going to win. I but mean, it, I love anyone, that. anyone listening to this podcast knows we like our Taco Bell. <laughs> I love Taco Bell. I don't like that you can only get the quesarito in the app now, but I love Taco Bell. At least you can still get it. I know, right? That's fair. But yeah, so definitely East Coast, and not necessarily the whole East Coast, but New Jersey and New York, absolutely. Also, I, mean, I grew up in a town where they were like selling corn off the back of a truck. So it was like, it was literally farm fresh. Now nice. I just buy what's ever cheapest. I I can only imagine. Like, I California is expensive just as oh, it is yeah I th there was gas you just in, gave in me it. the biggest don't get me started face i think i've ever fucking seen you just like drop back to like okay listen <laughs> so so when we were doing this last season of sounds of the underground the videographer who edits it at one point he was like hey man i don't know if you noticed this but a lot of times in your interviews you get on the topic of how much you don't like certain things in california <laughs> you should probably chill with that a little bit and i was like a little okay, bit yeah you're right you're right you're right but no, it's, and I love, I do love California. Just LA County is just, it's, it's something else. Um, yeah. It's not me. You know, I'm from a place that has better food and everyone's aggressive. And here, everyone, you have to really walk on eggshells. Well, yeah. I mean, it is definitely a whole different environment between like, yeah fucking california and like california's all like what's up chill man what's up and new yep. york like the new york area is like get the fuck out of my way asshole you son yep. of a bitch uh your directions are right down that way up yeah yeah have a good day motherfucker <laughs> that's exactly how it is it, people are aggressive but they're not mean they're just aggressive 
Yeah, super aggressive. Super fast-paced, and, like, there's, I'll have conversations with people sometimes, and they'll be like, can you say all that again, but slow down? And I'm like... And kinder, please. I had a... I, we were on tour, in, this was years ago, in Mississippi, um, and we had a oh. good friend, she was our uh, tour manager at the time, and we were hanging out, and a bunch of her friends at first just, like, hated me. And she comes up, she's like, hey... I totally understand where you're from and how you act. They don't, and they just think you're me. And I was like, oh, great. And I had to learn that when I was in California too. So now I like, I know how to talk to the right people. Smart, smart. I mean, it's, you know, especially like when you're on, you learn that stuff on the road though, as well, you know, cause like different areas Absolutely. are different people. Like the South is yes. so much slower so much Mm -hmm. slower paced because even like so like with the east coast new york new jersey especially and minnesota like minnesota we're fast paced we're all just really nice you know we got we got that minnesota nice but we're fast paced we're hard workers Mm -hmm. you know um yeah and then you go and then one of us goes down like down south and like will you fucking just calm down can you fucking yep. calm down? Just chill, yep. dude. And I haven't the even had chat it. Takes too long. At the end of dinner, I'm just like tapping. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's go, yeah. let's go. It's been five minutes. I've been done. I for have five the card, and you walked away. <laughs> I put the card on the end of the table. What are you doing? Like, don't you want to look at the receipt? No, it. I have to pay oh, for hey, it either way. way. This was wrong. Can you refund? Me? <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I've had like, do you want to like? And I've been trying to be mean, you know. It's like, don't you want to look at the receipt? Like, no, I still have to pay it. Like, just, just take my card. I obviously Hold have up. to pay this. <laughs> yeah, you get it. I get you. All right, I get you. Now that we've established all of our cultural stuff, <laughs> yes, perfect. So, speaking of on tour, while on tour, what is and Taco Bell? What is your must stop? food fuel up spot if it's in the area damn that's a good question so if we had to pick something that's available everywhere i would just go to taco bell or mcdonald's if i wanted a burger or if i wanted a taco always hits the spot big mac is just a flawless sandwich i don't care what anyone says yeah the meat bags are a little smaller now but i don't care it still tastes amazing it's perfect menu has seasoned perfectly you can just get a double cheeseburger and have them add the mac sauce. Tastes just as good for half the price. Anyway, uh, so that's for that. If I were traveling in, like, Texas, I would go to Whataburger. Um, in Kansas City, Missouri, Oklahoma Joe's, that barbecue joint. Oklahoma Joe's is good solid. shit. It's good shit. Um, I also really enjoy Gates. Gate, I, I've never Gates, been to that one. I'll have oh, to go. Gates is good stuff. I mean, that's, like, their – that's like the cha- the bigger chain one. It's not yeah. fancy. Nothing mm-hmm. fancy about Gates. There's this place in Memphis we go. It's a hot chicken spot. And it's so good. And I'm so upset I can't remember the name. But yeah, I think everywhere has like great stuff. Like the South has Memphis even has cookout. Or uh, yep. there's yep. we don't have steak and shake by us. So we've I heard all about the cookout. We have heard cookout. So much never been. Cookout. Never been. It's, it's, so much to handle with cookout. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Um, and then, yeah, like California, I do love In-N-Out, but I live here, so it's not like I'm 
super like, oh, guys, let's go to In-N-Out. We're in California. But yeah. actually, on this last tour, our buddies, my one guitar player, he's from Illinois, and he's like, bro, if we ate In-N-Out every single day while we were in California. I mean, if you have the ability to, why not? not living there, obviously, Might as well. you have to. Double, double animal style, obviously. Yep, yep. You know, some people get a lettuce wrap grilled cheese, and I don't understand it. They, ju- I ask wait. them how they do it. Oh, wait, they what? just throw the cheese what? in the grill. They let it melt, and then they throw it on the lettuce. That sounds. You can also get gross. your burgers tomato wrapped, which they put tomato slices on the bottom and the top instead of a bun. I think it would be amazing if they just took a tomato, sliced it in half, and then sandwiched it in there. But you know, I, mean, I don't. I don't, fast I don't like tomatoes, so I can't get behind that. But I could oh, see no, how you I would eat it. I wouldn't eat it. I'm not a big tomato fan. That one little slice <laughs> is enough. But if I were to get a tomato wrapped, I want that burger engulfed in that tomato. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, however, uh, the thought of just fucking melty cheese that's just depressing. thrown in between like lettuce just sounds hideous like this is a horror movie this is a horror movie plot yeah i don't get it but uh next time you go you can actually get six different kinds of onions so now you know i know all the secrets now six i only know of two different ways of onioning how so you have your regular chopped onions yes yeah regular chopped onions your grilled chopped onions your regular whole onion and then your grilled whole onion which is like the whole chunk Sure, and yeah. then the other two aren't really different. It's just placement. So it's if you ask for the raw version, they place it in a different layer of the sandwich, but you can get all six onions. So you just ask for onions always and there's something piling. That is onions on top. Of that the would be aggressive. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he gets from the East Coast. And you can only do, you know, I, I don't know if yes. you've seen any of those TikTok videos where there's like people get 100 by 100, you know, burger with 100 patties. They no longer let you get over four patties and four pieces of cheese because TikTok just like ruined everything with people trying to screw with the menu. Oh, sure. And they're like, it's disgusting because by the time that hundred patty is cooked, that first patty has got to be gnarly. The first 50. (laughs) I know. They're like, it's disgusting. We would have to like custom make a box out of the cardboard we have in the back and just layer the meat patties in as we go along. That's gross. Yep. Not in it. Yeah, some Teach people just want to. Some people want to watch the world burn, and they're starting with In and Out. We got we got a tough question for you now. Let's do it. You are tasked with creating a meal that best describes the Wildfire pro- Project in food. What would be served? All right, this one's actually. I think this is pretty pretty solid for me. Um. All right, so. We would have pizza and wings, absolutely, for two reasons. One, it's my favorite food. Two, which I guess is kind of a split thing. There's one for each. Right, let's go with three reasons. One, my favorite foods. And then one, I'm from New Jersey, so pizza. And fires are pretty hot, so wings are pretty hot. So that is perfect. Now, as far as our salad, we're going with a wedge salad because it's everything perfect, and I can eat it how I choose. I could chop the lettuce big. I could chop the lettuce small. We have a lot of variety. And then if for the drink, if we were having just a regular drink, I'd probably say 
lemonade because it's great on a hot day or when you're hot in a fire. And then for a drink, I would just go with a, or if we're going beer, it'd be a Coors Light, just because it's something simple, easy, and refreshing. I don't need to get too fancy. If we're going cocktail, we're going margarita. And if we're going just a regular drink, it's going to be, like I said, lemonade. So there's, it's pretty, it's a pretty standard pop punk meal, pizza, wings, and beer. I like, I appreciate it. The only thing it could have made it better if it if it was uh if the beer was a Corona, you know, because it's all about family. That's true. That's but I'm a solo artist, so fast and furious. <laughs> Can you tell what he's been watching lately? I just I I always say that because I just got done watching all nine Fast and Furious movies, getting ready for Fast X. Come on, baby. I've seen the first one. If you haven't hit four and up, you haven't lived yet. So there's that. Um, you know what it was? When Tokyo Drift came out, I, in my head, I was like, this doesn't seem like Fast and the Furious. And so I, then I just never watched anything past that. So, okay. So the first, we're going to get into this real quick. I'll, I'll make this it. short. The franchise is, I think, one of the greatest franchises um, in, in cinema history. Okay. Um, but. It doesn't it it doesn't make any sense until number four and up because basically like the first one obviously does but yeah. then they all like are one bit part of this giant story so like gotcha. three comes in but three is not actually a part of the story until like number six it's like Jesus so like so you gotta watch them all you gotta watch them all and you gotta watch them in order uh, all right. In, I in, will take on the challenge. If you say it's that good, I I will I take on the challenge. I personally think so. However, if you've seen the first one, don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. It's not you could just like cliff notes that shit. All right. You start at number four and go up because number four is basically do you like horror movies? They are my favorite movies. Okay. Do you like evil the evil dead trilogy? Are you gonna say like the requels and stuff? Like the Evil Dead trilogy, to where, like, you can watch number one if you want to, or you can just watch number two because it's number one, and then they added more. Yes, you know. Okay, so number four of the Fast and Furious is I'm I, hard pressed to basically just say it's a reboot. Like they were okay. just like, hey, let's just kind of retell the story but better, and then, and then but we'll like, there. but then we'll like word it. You know, like you, the people that watch the other stuff, you know, like what was the it 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 all it happened. I want to say it was Family Guy. There was a TV show that made fun of it and said the subplot is just that they're gay lovers and it's just expressed as clubs. <laughs> I don't. I have not it's seen like it. Family Guy or American like Dad. Guy. They did like an episode about Fast and the Furious. That, I, it does make sense but basically the reason the reason i like the franchise so much is because all bets are off at all points like they're you know not, what? i love that there's yep. they're like i'm telling you like spoilers number nine they fucking shoot a car from space okay there are no limits to this franchise and that's the best part that's you, why i love b-rated horror movies yes you were watching this one on tour it was it was so it was like nazis at the center of the earth and at the end of the movie know how like in futurama the people are in like the heads are in the jars yep so 
Hitler's head is in a jar on top of a robotic spider that just emerges from the earth and starts attacking people. And you're that's like, terrifying. where the hell did this come from? Yeah. That's, All that's off. That, I mean, and, and that's the thing is I could see in Fast X a fucking giant spider with Hitler's head coming out because all bets are off. And then he just gets in like a souped up muscle car and races. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> this yeah. is a great plot. It, it, well, the, it, it literally goes from like them just kind of being criminals like and like mm-hmm. racing to like their espionage fucking secret spies. It's fucking awesome. I and, picked that up from the ride at Universal. Yes. Is if you go into it just thinking, like, I'm just here to be entertained, and I nothing is realistic, and I'm fucking here for it. You're gonna like it. It's good stuff. All right. have to let, I'm I'm down. I'm go gay. through it. Let me know. Okay, we're good. We got far off topic. We're moving on. Rapid fire questions segment. Let's go. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. This is it. This is for all the marbles. You're just gonna uh speak from the heart, you shoot from the hip. Alright, all let's right. go. Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. Okay. We basically already answer like asked this question, but horror or comedy movies? Horror. Okay. Uh, random questions, not an either or. Do you still listen to the radio? Yes, just because it's a pain in the ass to get the Bluetooth working in my car. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. My my car does that shit too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. Mm. King and Kel is my jam. Oh, there we go. Who loves orange soda? Mm-hmm. Everyone loves pizza. <laughs> uh, thin crust or regular crust pizza? I think my answer... See, for me, I think thin crust is regular crust. Okay. Because being from New Jersey. I think that's technically thin crust pizza, so... Uh, is it? It's like this thin. Yeah. I'm going to get thin crust. Okay, okay, okay. Um... This is probably the most important question of the show. I, I've been saying that every time, but I, I'm really starting to believe it. Uh, this is what the this is the pillar of the show. Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reid? Wow, that is yeah. <laughs> split. <laughs> this is the pillar. I'm gonna go with Lindsay Lohan, man. Who doesn't love Mean Girls? I mean, that's so fetch, bro. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Okay. Newfound Glory or MXPX? Newfound Glory. All right. This is the last one. Last question. Can you sing for me and Matt the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingle? Oh, 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 O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Nice. The, anytime anybody does the, the, the high pitch, <laughs> any the I'll high just pitch be at in the my end. car, I'll mm-hmm. go oh, oh oh, and then my wife will go. Yes, the, the high the high pitch at the end sells it for me every time. It's best that part. is the the ear candy right there. It is. It really is. But that's it. You did it. You finished the podcast. Now all that's left, let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you, 
what is next? <clears throat> Absolutely. So right now, uh, we're working on a couple songs. Uh, this airs on the 20th, so a week after that. So we'll have two new songs coming out that are originals, possibly that cover I was telling you about. And then um, once that's done, we're going to look into touring or setting up another season of Sounds of the Underground. But right now, the plan is to get my ducks in order as an artist. To I sound like a 90-year-old man. Um, to just like work on my brand for a moment. Um, yeah. And if you want to get in touch, Instagram, Wildfires Project is the best place. Shoot me a message. I answer everybody. Don't and then, message uh, him that, personally on his Facebook. Don't go to Facebook. Just don't. not it's on Facebook. It's just, I don't use it. But um, yeah, you know, Instagram is the main place I'm active. We have the websites. Um, but I'm also a huge NFT and crypto nerd. And my Twitter has kind of become that. So if you like that, go there. If you just want to like normal stuff, go to Instagram. And then everything's on Spotify. Hell yeah. Love it. Thank you so much, Johnny, for hanging out with us, shooting the shit. Uh, getting real deep i love shooting the shit (laughs) we got real we got real deep here we did we got both ends of the spectrum real deep and real just what the fuck (laughs) oh yeah i mean that's that's how i like to spend my days you know i agree just just fighting to stay in the middle (laughs) there there you go (laughs) hell Uh, yeah but thanks guys i'm glad we were able to work this out yes absolutely you know it took took a little time you being in well you got Light, Cal- coasts, California, all sorts of things. S- snow. You got to build some California snow forts now. Uh, yeah. Go get that. Get. Out. I mean, you might as well take advantage of it. Might as well. But heck, heck yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We, me and Matt, as is is the we part, uh, we are going to dive into the unsigned pop punk news in just a second here. <laughs> Welcome to the Unsigned Pop Punk News. You know, you just listened to like the our like Unsigned Pop Punk News theme or whatever, but you know, I wanted to but budget cuts. We had to we have to budget do budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> I had to ex- extended it with my own uh mouth flute. Uh so <laughs> but awesome. Uh thanks so much for hanging out and making it this far. I know the Unsigned Pop Punk News is your favorite part is completely unscripted we go off the cuff things get crazy uh you don't hear the exact same thing every single time so with that being said we want to hear from you (laughs) what's your favorite part of the show i haven't said this before what are your thoughts on what we chatted about this episode like hit hit me up i want to know i want to know talk to me Let's be friends, okay? Got any stories about Johnny? Let's let's hear some let's hear some stuff. Clean stories. Let's be nice and just good, good, clean family fun. That's what we do. Family fun. All right. So yes, we want to hear from you. Let us know uh, all your thoughts. What what you want to hear? Uh, and the easiest way to do that is to join our Discord. Come on, I post about it all the time. Join our discord here i'm gonna give you this link again and it's okay um it's still not special so get out your pen i'll wait i'm gonna get your pen get some paper get pen and paper or use your phone as a notepad use text somebody text your friend this link discord.gg slash capital k y r 
QC3 TR lowercase a F. It just rolls off the tongue. It does. It does. It just rolls off. I mean, how, how have you not memorized that at that point? At this point, if you're listening to this, why have you not memorized? How have you not? K Y R C. I yeah. mean, I just I, I dream about it sometimes. But anyway. the, link, the link just comes to me in <laughs> dreams in waves. I, you know, some people will, will 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 count sheep to fall asleep. I just dream about Discord links. I like accepting. that. I like that. Nice. But I digress. <laughs> we also have a series on the podcast called The Showcase. I forgot the hands. I'm sorry. The Showcase. Showcase. Now, if you are listening to this episode when it went live and you were like, man, I was so touched by what Johnny said. Uh-huh. I want to I want to I, I want to be like Johnny. And who doesn't? That man is a beautiful man. God, if you, if you, if you are just, I'm sorry, you, Johnny, if you're still listening, but you are, you are, my wife is upstairs, but I, <laughs> you know what? You're a beautiful man, Johnny. Yeah, beautiful human being. And, beautiful. and you know what? And a beautiful soul. He is. He is. Yeah. And he's got good taste in pizza. But anyway, if you are listening on the day we release this, we have this uh, show called The Showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Showcase is an hour long interview uh, for up and coming bands that have newly formed. Each episode is going to be six bands per episode, 10 minutes each to promote themselves. If you're listening live on the 20th, we have our, we're actually going to be recording that live on Friday the 24th on our Twitch channel, which you'll hear a little, little bit more, which will come out, and the show will come out the, the following week. So 27th, that 27th, Monday, that 27th, Monday, that Monday will be the inaugural episode of the showcase. So if you are right now, past Matt is, 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 is talking right now. But if you are listening to this on that day, Future Matt, we did it. We are released the video. Good job, good job, Future Pat. We're proud of ourselves. Ah. If if there if Friday went if there was some debauchery and happened on Friday, the last time we had Pat and I did a Twitch show together, we had five cases of hams. I don't know if that's going to happen again, but we'll have to see, and you'll have to see too. So show up on Friday or watch <laughs> or listen to the episode the following Monday. Hell yeah. I mean, either way, it's going to be the exact same show. But, but, well, I guess, I mean, there's, the thing is, is live on Twitch and live, anything can happen. Any. But on the podcast, you don't know. I might cut stuff. I might be like, hey, remember that really funny joke that I cut? You should have listened to it live. Watched. You should have been there watching and participating because I'll guess, guess what? You can you can chat in uh, in in the chat. You can talk to us live, and you, if you got a good question, maybe we'll ask it. Yeah, maybe you'll be if you want to be on this on this on the the podcast. Here's your chance to get your question asked live. Ab- absolutely. Now, also, just with that, really quickly, uh, the show, the showcase. Any band can submit to it. Any band it doesn't matter your size. Any band can submit to this so if that's something you'd like to be a part of just go to unsignedpoppunk.com it's under the podcast tab you can find it you if you, you there's also links to for the the normal podcast the main yeah. podcast yeah um i just got speaking of, we're gonna move on to the punk rock flea market and fun fun uh little thing about that um it's looking like it's going to be at the back alley again. 
they did just mess emailed me a couple days ago just being like hey what was that date you want to do so we're getting a little bit further about uh Ooh. with that um just talking to uh my good friend as you can see him if you're if you're watching i'm sporting a lot of local menace just talking to my good friends over at local menace today uh trying to plan out this summer's festival sort of stuff and uh there's cool things i think i think coming so we're working on that oh yeah matt i mean matt doesn't know because this was done this was today this was past pat all right i don't know but matt doesn't know but past pat knows and current pat knows uh also twitch news uh we do have our new show, New Music Friday, on Tuesday, every Tuesday, as long as Gibby's not going to see the Wonder Years. Uh, see? Every Tuesday at 3 p.m., super awesome music video show, live every Thursday, as long as Gibby's not going to the Wonder Years, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Everything is Central Standard Time, because that's where we are. Just a quick shout-out. Wonder Years, if you're watch- if you're listening, I, I really love your 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 uh, album you released at the end of last year. And can you and can you tell Gibby to do to, to that he needs to be on Twitch because yeah. people miss him. And hey, at Wonder Years, if you want to if you want to be on the the podcast, uh, just hit us up. We'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll get you on. We'll get but, you, we'll get you back on. We've only, had our we only. had our pal we had our pal Casey on yeah. season two. So but only Casey's only going to come back if Gibby if you talk to Gibby for us. oh boy oh boy okay twitch.tv slash unsigned pop punk that's where you can find all of our twitch goodness twitch.tv slash unsigned pop punk they're super awesome new music friday on tuesday and the showcase so you got that and yeah once again that's the way the news goes Thank you again to Wildfires Project for hanging out with us today. Thank you again to my good friend Matt. You're welcome. For hanging out with me, for being a part of Unsigned Pop Punk, for being a part of the Where Did All My Friends Go podcast, for being a part of the showcase, and for just being my friend. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. And let's 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 give Gibby a shout out too. Gibby. super gibby super gibby thanks for making it to super awesome when you aren't at the wonder years (laughs) just kidding no gibby thank you for all you do gibby Uh, we love you we got a great team thank you to the fantastic lawrence crow for all of unsigned pop punk's art without lawrence we wouldn't we wouldn't look the same it's a beautiful man. It's a, be- it's a beautiful <laughs> man as well. I and with gonna... that, y'all, oh. we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments 
who you'd like to see on the show, and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.